Hello listeners and welcome to a MacCorp special podcast. We'll be interviewing Brad Velukas, Managing Director of Aurum Limited, ASX code AUN. And without further ado, hi Brad and thanks for joining us this morning. Steve, thank you for the opportunity to talk about Aurumin. Very excited to hear uh, what Aurumin's done in its first or approximately just over a year uh, since listing and where its future plans are in 22. But let's start with a brief introduction about the company and your team. Yes, Steve, as you said, uh, just over a year ago listing, December 2020, we came to market as a gold-focused explorer with advanced projects and the intent of taking those towards development and production and uh, also growing the business. So I think we've made pretty good progress on that. Um, Good team, lots of exploration, but also development and production capacity, including myself, starting up half a dozen operations and fixing up another half a dozen others. And uh, big progress on a a first acquisition. So we've got a very busy 2022 planned. Excellent. Um, Let's start with uh, the last 12 months and what uh, Oroman's been doing. Steve, we had a a busy first year and plenty of time on ground. Um, Some really good results up at Mount Diamond. So our lightning deposit, we've uh, extended that and had some some cracking results, including uh, a metre at 153 grams per tonne as we extended that a little bit to the the north up there. Um, Phenomenal grades. Yeah, sensational. Like super happy when you get those. Um, Really good results at Golden Slipper. Um, Some great results also at LA3, uh, extending that to the to the north and the south. Um, and and a new discovery. Yeah, T, uh, T12, which is our target number 12, uh, still T12 at the moment. Um, broad, shallow intersections up there, so um, we're looking forward to progressing that further. Down at uh, down at Mount Palmer, probably a little bit ambitious very early on, um, but we've been back out there with uh, some soil sampling and some rock chips. We're waiting for some assays at the moment, and we think plenty of plenty of upside remaining and uh, importantly we've been very active in the background trying to grow the business and, and grow the company for shareholders and uh, we're well progressed on our first acquisition which is the uh, sandstone gold assets out of middle island let's talk about the acquisition with sandstone uh, brad and tell us a little bit about more about the project yes yeah, steve so the 12 million dollars six million dollars cash and six million dollars script to Middle Island picks us up 784,000 ounces of resource. Uh, we think that's that's compelling value for us and uh, hopefully for our shareholders as well. Um, I think that the project's a really good fit for Oramin and, and we're a really good fit for it. For it. It's complementary to our Southern Cross projects um, and just a little bit more advanced than what Mount Dimer is and certainly there's more critical mass up there as well. So in terms of taking things towards development and production, um, it sort of ticks all the boxes for us. And you've already got all the infrastructure built there. Yeah, there's an existing 500,000 tonne per annum mill. I'd hope long term we're uh, significantly bigger than that, but it's certainly a great place to, uh, a great asset to have in place. Um, associated build up ROM pads, offices, ball fields. Um, there's camp in town, uh, in the town of Sandstone. There's an excellent airstrip as well. So really well, um, really well positioned to take it forward along with a bunch of permitting already in place. Um, importantly, there's still exploration upside remaining um, across the tenement package. Um, Middle Island demonstrated that with um, some recent geochem work and um, also last year the, the, or the year before the discovery of the Ridge McIntyre and McLaren um, deposits that are there. We think we can, uh, we can replicate that 
Um, but most importantly, there's huge upside with the Two Mile Hill underground resource that's there. There's 500,000 ounces um, published as a resource over 360 metres vertically, um, still open at, at, at depth below that, uh, 1,300 ounces per vertical metre. Um, at the moment, a relatively low grade of 1.1 grams per tonne, but um, I think with some more data we can interpret those geological controls to find the Lots higher grade. Upside. To find the higher grade portions of that, and um, you know that's potentially a very significant deposit. And with sandstone, what's its priority and uh, progression over the next 12 months? Steve, it'll be dual priority. Um, the first will be on that Two Mile Hill underground. Um, like I said, that will drive a robust operation, long life in, in sandstone. We're really looking for a, uh, a plus two gram mining inventory, iron visage, um, 30 metres between levels, 10 to 20 metre wide stopes, and I think that can be very, very profitable. Um, in parallel with that, we'll be working on uh, some of the exploration potential on the surface and looking to add to that open pit inventory, but uh, certainly that'll be a second priority to the, to, to the underground. And then regionally, um, we'd still like to expand the portfolio that's up there. I think, uh, you know, within sort of 100 kilometres, there's about 6 million ounces of resources that have been published by by different companies, and um, we'd be quite happy to work with... Uh, Lots of potential with, with and opportunity. Yes. And let's talk about existing uh, Southern Cross projects. Uh, Johnson Range? Yeah, well, our Johnson Range project, we, we put a resource out there of 65,000 ounces um, at two and a half grams in August last year. Um, and we said we were looking at what we we're going to do, how we're going to realise value to that. Well, the obvious thing is it swings up now to our to our sandstone project and adds to the inventory or potential inventory up there for uh, for production. So that's a bit of a that's a bit of a no-brainer. So we'll do some work on that to uh, to permit it and get it ready for for when the time is right. Um, at Mount Dimer, we've got a little bit of opportunity this year to, to step out more regionally, um, continue to try and add critical mass and, and build on those existing deposits that we that we already have. Um, we put an announcement out this morning talking about doing a little bit of iron ore work up there as well. We've got some gold deposits that are associated with the uh, banded iron formation, so it makes some sense to take some samples for, for both, and we'll see what uh, we'll see what that adds. Brings more opportunity and another commodity. Yeah, absolutely. We're still we're still gold focused, but um, you also can't walk past things. Um, at Mount Palmer, we, we've been doing some more regional type work there at the moment already. Uh, in fact, we're waiting on assays at the moment, and I think a little bit like Mount Dimer, we'll see us look at uh, potentially some other commodities in that area as well over this year, and still looking to grow the resources and, and the footprint um, at Southern Cross as, as we look towards moving that to production. With all this activity and excitement happening, Brad, with your projects, um, let's talk about the financing uh, moving forward for, for the ongoing uh, exploration and activities for them. Yes, yeah, Steve, our biggest financing requirement is for the acquisition of sandstone. So we've got $3.9 million in the bank um, after we did a small raising in December last year. Um, we've got a convertible note in place for $5 million, which converts at 30 cents. And we've got a rights issue in progress at the moment, of which $2 million is is underwritten. So we're just working through all of that, and that'll set us up quite well for both completing the acquisition and also having enough funds to, to get out on the ground and start putting in some holes, in particular some deep holes at, at Two Mile Hill. And you're expecting the um, acquisition to be finalised in the near future? 
Steve, our board management state is uh, is 21% um, at the moment, and we've just bought a few on market as well, and intend to participate in the raising that's currently in in progress. So we'd expect to hold around about that 20% position, which um, is great. Well, there's everybody here with skin in the game, and, and really important that we uh, improve the value of the company. Um, we've got a couple of farms. Well, that shows a lot of belief, um, you know, from from the board and, and management team themselves putting their own money in. Well, Steve, I think we're in a great position at the moment. We've got uh, two regional projects, uh, lots of upside ounces on the uh, ounces on the books, and still in the team to do it. So we've still been progressing on that. Um, there's a couple of, of funds, so just sit just under five percent, um, and then the rest of it's pretty much retail these days. Excellent. And uh, let's talk about the um, growth of the company. Is there, is there any more plans with that in the future, or is that just something you're sort of looking at um, from the outside? Um, so the intent is still to to grow the company. So we've got some pretty lofty ambitions overall. So um, we're obviously looking to move existing projects to production at the moment. Um, we're still looking at options to expand in the Southern Cross and sandstone area. I think we, we add critical mass and make those projects bigger. And we are still actively um, looking outside of those regions as well. And for us, um, you know, as we push further down that development path, um, yeah, we'd love to bring a operating asset into the mix. Busy, busy, busy. And let's talk about also something that's important is ESG. Where does Oriman sit with that? Uh, Steve, we, we take that very very seriously um, and in fact we've done quite a bit um, in the first year since we've been, been listed as, as much of the capacity as we've had to do on the assets that we've had. So we've done a huge amount of rehabilitation, not just our work which is obviously required but um, we, we've fixed up a bunch of legacy stuff as well. Um, we support uh, local in, in Southern Cross and we'll support local in Sandstone as well whenever the opportunity is there. Um, look, I think we've got a good, kicked off really good uh, in, in a good way with our traditional landholders um, around that Southern Cross area and would expect to, to continue that and um, look I've been involved in, in, in putting power plants and, and looking at renewables quite a lot and I think when we go to production we'll come with as low a possible carbon footprint as we as we can. Fantastic and uh, finally um, why should uh, why should people consider investing in Oraman? Steve, I think we've got a, a really good team and certainly capacity to take the existing projects and uh, other projects forward. Um, we are working really hard to, to grow the business and trying to preserve shareholder value as well. Um, you can see that both through the, uh, the Sandstone acquisition and, and the way we've gone about it. Um, with Sandstone, we've got two advanced projects to two regions um, and, and lots of potential and we're just active on all fronts, both uh, on the ground and uh, and trying to grow the business and the company. And I think you've proven that with all the activity and things that are being done in 21 and the plans for 22. Very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're looking forward to a busy 2022. Look, Brad, it's been a pleasure talking to you and I really appreciate your time and uh, look forward to uh, uh, putting this podcast out to, the, out to our listeners. Thanks, Steve.